We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. You date me, a podcast where I try to figure out how I'm still single, even though I would take off my acrylics so I could dig better in your butt. Okay. <laughs> I'm like running out of little things to say. My guest today, you work in television production. I know you because we met on Tinder. Her name is Skylar Hurt. Boop da boo Hello, Skylar. Hi. Thank you very much for doing this. My pleasure. Is this your first podcast or no? It's my second. I okay. did one for a friend before. Okay, great. I've had a bunch of people where like this is their first or second podcast. It is easy. It is breezy. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's cover girl. I've had a lot of coffee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll probably fall right to sleep tonight. So... Do you, you're on apps. Yes, because I met you on an app. Yes. Uh, what apps are you on? I'm on all the apps. Which ones? No, literally all. Tinder? Like, Tinder, yes. Bumble? Mm-hmm. Raya? Well, no, I'm not cool enough to oh, be on Raya. Yeah. So many people are on it. <laughs> okay, Cupid. Uh-huh. Uh, Coffee Meets Bagel? Yes. I fucking hate that one. Yeah, that one's the worst. With the beans. Yeah, I very rarely use that one anymore. I deleted it because I got so angry that they were like, you need to earn things to give to men. And I was like, men should be earning things to give to me. Or maybe they have to earn beans, too. I didn't get that far because it was very annoying. Um, Are you on Hinge? Hinge, yes. Uh, Are you on Happen? Happen? No, I H-A-P-P-N. Yes. I was for a second because I like the concept, but no one else was on it. So it seemed pointless. And I'll be like, you walk past Dan 100 times. (laughs) And Dan lives in Pasadena. And you're like, how? How did Dan and I cross paths so many times? And I'm trying to, what are the other ones? Plenty of Fish is one. I've heard of other people having success on it. I have not. uh, But I'm still still using it. (laughs) I'm 
I thought plenty. I didn't. Does Plenty of Fish have an app? Yeah. Because Plenty of Fish is like a real old school thing where I remember like me and my friends would log into a computer right. and like manually. <laughs> well, that's how OK Cupid started. That was the first You're right. dating site I ever did in college. Oh, so you've been on dating sites since college. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I started dating sites when I was like, it was definitely when I was in my Washington Heights apartment. So that was like 23, I think, or 24. I moved here when I was 25. Yeah, 23 or 24. I was late to the game. Um, I think specifically because I lived in New York. So like it was just like I would go out and meet a friend and be like, this is my friend for a while. Uh, and well, then, you told me like in New York, you could just go to any bar and just yeah. drink and meet people. Yes. And I've never lived in a place where that was really an option. Mm. Like I lived in a small town in college. Mm-hmm. There was maybe one bar and they were all like hillbillies. I was in like rural Texas. Where? <laughs> uh, Huntsville, Texas. It's north of Houston. Sam mm-hmm. Houston State University. I Sam Houston? Yeah. <laughs> I opened for Nick Cannon at Sam Houston State University. Uh, there's a big statue of a man on the side of the road Sam Houston, where yep. they're like, don't stop. And I was like, all I want to do is stop and take a picture. But then I couldn't figure out how, where to stop and how to get a good picture. And I was also alone. Also, Nick Cannon wore a turban, and you better believe he was wild. <laughs> And I mean that in the nicest way possible because it was very nice that he let me open for him. But he was wild. He like rolled around the stage at one point. And I was like, is he going to roll off? <laughs> oh Which God. would have been very funny, but he didn't. Um, <laughs> I've only really lived in a small town when I was a wee little girl uh, until like, I think 18. 18 when I was like, I got to get the fuck up out of here and move to New York. What, like in Jersey it was a small town? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jersey's like, I mean, Jersey City's like a city-ish, Newark City-ish, but like everything else in Jersey is like boring as fuck. And I didn't love it. Uh, do you have any like dating horror stories from apps? <laughs> I mean, the thing when you ask a woman that question, mm-hmm. the dating horror stories are getting assaulted. You know, mm-hmm. like there are yes. no cute still like, oh, I spilled my wine on my dress and it got ruined. It's like, no, I had sure. the worst night of my entire life. Okay. And I've had a lot of experiences okay. like that. I think we all have. I'm yeah, let's not get, <laughs> let's not get into, into that. that. <laughs> I think the best best case scenario is that you don't hit it off and you go your mm-hmm. separate ways and then the other one doesn't harass you. That's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Although every now and then you get somebody who like doesn't get it and won't let it go. And Yeah, I had one fun friend who texted me nonstop for two weeks and kept being like, I just need to see you. And I was like, I don't think that is what we need right now. I think what we need is like for you to like be in your house. I'll be in my house and like we never see each other again. You talk a lot about how texting creates a false, a false sense, sense of, intimacy. of intimacy. So I don't text. I recently realized what you meant by that. I was texting this girl from this app from Bumble mm-hmm. for maybe two weeks, three weeks. Too long. Before meeting. And I felt like we clicked on every level and mm-hmm. had great chemistry and awesome conversation. And at one point, I was like, what if we don't hit it off? What if we're not attracted? And she's like, of course mm-hmm. we will be. Like, look at this amazing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then we met, and it just fell flat. Uh-huh. And maybe it was because there was so much buildup and there was so much, like, pressure put on both of us to perform well. Mm-hmm. 
And maybe it would have gone better had we not had three weeks of great texting. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt so sure that like, oh, I found like the person that I'm going to be hanging out with from now on. And I truly, truly think until you, I think both decide that like, this is a thing we want to do. I don't think you should text that often. Yeah, I think you're right. Because then you just like me specifically, like when I'm on the road, I'm like, oh, I have this person and we're texting all the time. So like when I see them again, it's going to be great. And then it's like. You're texting, 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 and then they're like, oh, well, I'm busy. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, well, this is, oh, okay. So then you're just like, well, why were we texting for so long and so much if there wasn't something there? She even told me at one point that she does not make plans. <laughs> I was like, do you ever go to the doctor? Like, she's like, no, I just avoid ever, ever, like, ever making appointments or making plans of any kind. So it just wasn't meant to be. I'm a planner. So I know that going to work out. like a loose plan. <laughs> like, tell me the date. And then leading up to the date, I'll be like, we can figure it out. Yeah. Or you'll be like, oops, I forgot. I have a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I am very bad <laughs> with my schedule. It's like, it's it's bad. I My friend Amy has been asking me to do her podcast and I've canceled on her three times because I have forgotten about shit that I had to do during the day. And it doesn't, I know it doesn't feel good and it feels like I've, put my career before people and I I do I I do and it's not nice um I'm sorry I didn't mean to be salty <laughs> no it's fine I really feel the heat right now and um uh, I'm sorry yes uh I do do that a lot and it's not nice I like I just I don't write things down sometimes I go on Twitter and I'm like do I have a show tonight because I'm like, I vaguely wrote something down that says eight. And I'm like, I don't know God. what eight means. I think it means I have a show. I don't know. But I think every time that you canceled on me at the last minute, it wasn't that you forgot you had a show. It was that you forgot that you had a date. Mm. And I reminded you. And mm. you were like, oh, yeah, about that. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. But I feel like I only canceled on you maybe once. Twice? At least three times. Really? Yeah. Our first date you canceled. Did we had to recently. Yeah. I recently, to prepare for this podcast, went back and read all of our texts <laughs> <laughs> and our Instagram thread and oh. um, all the other forms of communication between us. And okay, okay. <laughs> so let's just get into it. So <laughs> I met you through Tinder. I swiped yes on you because I thought you were cute. And then I was like, you also look familiar. Then I swiped yes on you. Then we matched. And then you were like, we're snow sisters or Eskimo sisters. What is it? I said snow because that's his last name. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you literally meant like Eskimo sisters. Right. That's the real term. Oh. I I was doing like like a play on words. Okay, because I literally said to my friend, I was like, oh, she said we're snow sisters, which means like we kiss the same boy. And she's like, that's definitely not what it means. And I was like, well, harumph. I'm not sure what she means then. (laughs) No, I was just like being cheeky. Oh, boy, I'm stupid. (laughs) Uh, But then I like went back through his Instagram and I was like, oh, no, that is his ex-girlfriend. And then I was like, I will go out with her. My friend was like, what is your end goal? And I was like, I don't know. But then I think the more I thought about it, my end goal was like, well, then I'll just end up with her and it'll be a wonderful story to tell everybody. Yeah, I think we might have both been in it for the story initially. Yeah, which is a very strange thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, Um, probably not the best motives. Probably not. uh, 
But we went out, the first time we went out, we talked a lot about him. And I was like, huh, I'm not sure if that was a date. I was fully confused. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we had dinner. Yes. And it was nice. Yes, it was very nice. We went to a nice little restaurant. I ordered a chicken parm. <laughs> that's a fun, flirty thing to order on a first date. And I hunked down. I was like, give me more wine. Um, but we had talked about being friends and like going to see a movie. Like yes. it, it wasn't, we didn't really have like a romantic vibe going no. into it initially. And it was very confusing. But then we went to Jumbo's Clown Room the next day, got very drunk and fucked. And then I was like, well, that definitely was a date because it ended in fucking. So like, yeah, that seems right. And then I was like, just even more confused. But then not confused. It was a very interesting time. And then also I was dating other people too because that's what you're supposed to do. That's, yeah, that's but the right thing to do. That yeah. doesn't see, it's not fun. <laughs> I, and it's confusing. I I find myself in long-term casual situationships. Mm -hmm. Like I the last guy that I was like hanging out with it was a year and a half that it was casual. Really? Yeah. And it was great. He lived a mile away from my house. I could uh -huh. text him, he'd be over in 20 minutes and we got along great and we neither one of us saw a future in the other, but we had a uh -huh. great time together for the time being. And Did you have that conversation where you were like this is going nowhere? Um, the first date, <laughs> I do this thing where I take a lot of my dates to the same places. It's kind of, in LA, there are very few places that I really love the atmosphere mm -hmm. of and I'm kind of picky. So like Jones, which I've taken you to, mm -hmm. is my favorite restaurant. I take most of my first dates there. Yes, you did say that. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> what did you, but it was cute, right? Well, it's a very cute place, but whenever people talk about other dates or other people, I get confused because I don't know what the motive is. What do you mean? I don't know why you're telling me that you take a bunch of people here. Like I've, I, and I'm part of the stable of people. <laughs> I, there was this Frasier episode that I was modeling like that whole idea off of where oh. he's a matchmaker sets him up with a bunch of dates. Uh -huh. So he goes to the same restaurant, wears the same outfit so that the woman would be the only variable. Like it's basic science. Oh. So that was my idea behind it. But then at the end of the day, I know what places I like and I don't trust the stranger that I'm meeting up with to pick a good place. Sure. So I'll just go back to Jones. I and if I like works. them, then we'll go to Pleasure Chest down the street. Because that's like a, a uh -huh. nice walk away. And then we'll cross the street to Bar Lubitsch. Okay. And then we'll go to Jumbo's. And we'll end the night there. Oh. So truly, it's mapped out. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And it's a great, it's a marathon for sure. But it's yeah. honestly a super fun first date. And you get to know each other really well. Mm -hmm. And I did that with this person. And by the end of the date, I realized that I wasn't going to fall for him, but mm -hmm. that he was a lot of fun. And that we got along. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could do a year and a half casually. I'm not a casual person. I'm pretty intense. Uh, and I need my questions answered. Uh, yeah, that just seems like too long. It was okay, though, because I wasn't, I wasn't really needing anything more from him than he was able to give. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, he ended up meeting someone else that he wanted to be monogamous with. And that's how we ended things. And mm -hmm. there were no hard feelings. And it was nice. Oh. <sighs> I'm waiting for someone to ask me to be monogamous. And I want them to use that word specifically. Just because I think it's a very heavy word. Nicole, let's be monogamous. So there is this man who keeps emailing me. And he wrote, this is in November. He said, hey, I'm not spam. 
Or no, wait, not spam or ham. <laughs> I read that very wrong. He said, good morning. No good opening, but hopefully you will read. I have no history of social media except for six or eight years ago, but I think I'm an excellent prospect for a lot. Once again, no title that I can think of. Have meeting, but had to send. Weird email, right? Oh. And then later he said, later that day, he said, part two. So, Nicole, I listen to all your podcasts in a week and a half. No, you despise fandom. I don't think I've ever said that anyway, uh, but that's not why I'm stating it. Fuck fake text relationships. Uh, I don't fit any of your love criteria, but I don't think you should have taken any. Sh- also, this man like can't write. What is this? And I don't know what he's saying. This man just keeps emailing me. So he also says, here are the facts. Black, 46, not a beach body. Daddy of eight. <laughs> he's describing himself. <laughs> yes. Educated, living my dream, not succumbing to the norm. And then he said he's going to Disney next week, but I can meet you for a date or something. Which is crazy because I'm like, you have eight children and you want to meet me for a date after you take your kids to Disney? Is this the email that you put at the end of the podcast to send you dirty things? Uh, yeah, it's baconconsave at gmail.com if you want to send me an insane email that I'll read on the podcast. And then he goes on to say, here's my nasty post and it's a bunch of like how he wants to treat my pussy like a, uh, like a turkey, which is very strange. He wants so, to stuff it. Yeah, but with like a turkey baster, like real <laughs> turkey things. So then he sent something on the 30th and he said, why the fuck won't you date me? I'm your boyfriend shaking my head. Then he says, options, taking my daughter to Florida next week. After that, we can make this happen. We can go on a date when I get back. Took you forever. Your new podcast. I think he's like not well. And then he said, I'm a Libra all over the place. But once I'm in you, I will be nasty. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And then it just goes on and on and on. And then he sent another one that day and was like, here's my other email, my professional email. And then he emailed me today to say, sigh, meh, you're a discriminating millennial. Wait, so you never responded to any of his emails? No. But to be fair, you are kind of soliciting this behavior on the podcast. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. But... And you obviously must get something out of it if you're willing to read that entire thing on your podcast. I guess. Just, I guess what I get out of it is people are crazy. Like, they're legit insane. Yeah, but you live for it. Kind of. But maybe I should say... Please email me coherent thoughts. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair. I'm happy to read coherent thoughts, (laughs) but that man doesn't seem well. He's 46 with eight kids and he's taking his kids to Florida and he wants to hang out. I don't live in Florida. Right. No, in casting, that happens a lot, too. We'll get Really? Well, because I have to post on Craigslist a lot for a lot of the shows we're developing. So we just get the wildest submissions. (laughs) I mean, I can't even imagine. I don't even know how they vet people on Nailed It. I get I've been very lucky that everyone has been great and very normal, and no one has been crazy to me. But, like, what if they get a crazy person? What happens? I mean, typically there are background checks. Oh, are there? Yeah. I mean, depends on the show. But a lot of the times they look into it just to make sure they're not endangering anybody on the set. Imagine they cast a murderer and he murders everyone. (laughs) That would be so wild. On that note, we have to take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that 
everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. 
Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Okay. Um, you, so you swiped on my tip. Here's a question. What on my Tinder did you like, and why did you swipe yes? Well, I knew who you were. Would you have swiped yes if you didn't know who I was? You can't hurt my feelings. Interesting question. Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't really speak to that. Fair. I mean, you have cute pics. Hey, thank you. You had a funny bio. I mean, chances, chances are yes. Okay. But, I mean, considering the situation... You know, I I think I told you this. Like, I was a fan of yours before you and Nick ever met. Mm -hmm. I took him to a show of yours at the Pleasure Chest like six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I think that – I mean, he and I were, you know, still casually seeing each other when you guys met. (laughs) So, What a treat. What a dream. (laughs) Mm. Oh, Yes. Everybody's dating 100 people at once. No, but like I said, like I have these long-term casual things and Nick is one of them. Like he and I just stayed really good friends after breaking up and I'm the same way with my other ex in LA and I just don't want to meet a bunch of new people. Like I hate strangers. So I just I like mean, stick with what's comfortable. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I also hate strangers, but I don't I don't stay friends with people that I've I've also never had like a full, full, full relationship. Um, but I tend to not stay friends with people I've gone on dates with. I don't know why it's easy for people to like just go bye bye. Well, I guess it's like because you. I said this on an episode of my friend Joel. When people break up with me, they still have access to me. It's it doesn't work vice versa. Do you know what I'm saying? No. What do you mean? So like, if someone breaks up with me and then they're like. Oh, I kind of miss her. You can turn on your TV. <laughs> or That's you can... not necessarily access to you, Nicole. Yeah, it like, is. Once nailed <laughs> it, it's not access. I don't know. I'm pretty much the same in person. <laughs> I mean, the curly wig, sometimes it's straight, you know, change it up a little bit. My makeup looks good. Yeah, you just go, well, that's Nicole. She really made me laugh. Okay, turn it off, go to bed, fuck my new wife. <sighs> I mean, you and I can stay friends. All right. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I mean, I threatened Nick with friendship. and we Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. And we have not kept up with it. Actually, speaking of which, um, I did kind of want to ask about something kind of weird that happened when you and I, that night we went to Jones. Yes. Because Nick and I are such close friends, you told him you were meeting someone for dinner at Jones. He knows Jones is my place. He texts me, are you meeting Nicole for dinner right now? <laughs> Yeah, why? Her and I just saw a movie together. 
And then you didn't mention to either one of us that you were seeing the other. It was very weird. Yeah. I didn't know how to bring it up. And like we were hanging out. We went and saw not the Meg. Crazy Rich Asians, which is a very weird movie to see with him because the main character's name is Nick and they say his name 100 times. But like I was like, oh, I should tell him that I'm going to dinner with Skylar. But like. It seemed weird to be like, hey, so I, <laughs> I fucked your ex-girlfriend. Um, and like, in my brain, this is going to be a really great story. <laughs> so, <I> f- <laughs> But like, neither one of us would have cared. I didn't know. I didn't know how anyone was going to react. The weird part was you not saying anything. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, that is funny, though, that he was like, I know this restaurant. That's uh, my Yeah, that's my spot. He was like, where are you meeting? And I was like. A place called Jones. I've never been, but it's called Jones. And he went, oh, okay. And then he dropped me off and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, that day, I was taking him in his car, and I, like, passed his car. And he's like, you passed my car. And I was like, oh, I didn't see a Prius. He's like, oh, no, I got a new car. And I was like, oh, you did? He's like, yeah, you made fun of my old one. <laughs> what? Like, that's why he upgraded? Because you made fun of it? Well, he mentioned it, so I don't know if that's the sole reason. What did you even say? How do you make oh, fun of Oh, I got in his car, and I started pretending to swipe, and I went, it's like I'm in an Uber. Five stars! Which is funny. Because there are so many Priuses? Yes, because most Ubers are Priuses. Yeah, okay. He didn't think it was funny, and then got a full-ass new car. I don't know, maybe... It- <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't the only reason. No, I'm sh- no. He'd been wanting Alexis for a long but time, but he mentioned it, and I was like, "Huh, all right. <laughs> I guess you don't think I'm that funny." I don't think he thought I was funny at all. No, I mean, no. Of course he did. No, no. You don't. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, c'est la vie. I don't know what that means. So I guess you are like by and out and proud and. Dating other women. Well, I don't call myself bi because I think bi means you only recognize two genders. Um, I call myself a slut. <laughs> I'll fuck anything. <laughs> a turtle, whatever. No, I'm kidding. That would be wild. I don't even know how you do that. Um, I fully am open to anything. Um, trans, gays, like whatever you identify as, I don't really care. As long as we get along and the sex is good. Yeah, like pan is the word. Hmm? Pan, I think, is the... I don't like it. You don't like it? No, it reminds me of a skillet. So, I don't like it. Pansexual? Eh, it's not for me. Uh, Yeah, I also truly... I don't like labels. I don't know why we have to label everything. I don't know why anyone has to be like, I'm this. I think once you're friends with someone, you can be like... What it, do you have a type? Like what 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 things do you fuck? What, what people do you fuck? <laughs> but like, if you're not friends with the person, I don't think like you need like coming out to me is such a like a wild thing, right? Because if you're friends with someone, usually you can infer what they like. Like my two best friends from high school, when they came out to me, like I was like, mm-hmm, okay, sure, you came out, but like I already knew. But then my therapist is like, well, people they have whatever. We've talked about it a lot. Okay. Uh, you and Mary. Me and Mary. Oh, and Mare Bear. <laughs> Haven't seen her in about a week and a half, and it's been uh, rough. But I see her tomorrow, 3.30. <laughs> Our standing appointment on Thursdays. I remember the day, the morning after we hooked up, you tweeted that you, like, broke Mary's brain or something. <laughs> like, she'd I'm never been speechless before. Always breaking her brain. <laughs> 
I like went on a journey to learn how to ride a man <laughs> and was explaining it to her and it broke her brain. I am const she's constantly like, why do you do how do you get to these conclusions? And I'm always like, I don't know, Mary. And then we have to like walk back. And then she's like, the way your brain works, but like we both understand my brain's like a little I have ADD. So truly, I do not think like other people. <laughs> I can't remember what I said to Sashir last night that she was floored that I didn't. Uh, what was it? Hmm. I don't know. We were on the phone for a solid six hours. So <laughs> we covered a lot of topics. Also, never mind. I won't tell that story. Uh, yeah, just about your sexual orientation. Oh, and we got so far away from it. <laughs> yeah, I'll have one. Okay. I'm just a person who lives in this world and I love whoever wants to love me. What do you identify as bi? I guess. I mean, I have no other experience other than with the two genders. I think that's uh, that's where my, you know, my the idea of my identity kind of stops because I just I don't know otherwise. Not that, I'm, not that I'm opposed to trying new things. Mm-hmm. I'm open. I think it's good to be open. I think everybody should be open. I think it's wild if you're not open. I found this on Instagram last night, and it really made me uh, chuckle. Okay, so it was a picture of this like beautiful woman and a very ugly man. And it said, exactly one year ago, my sugar daddy Brad passed oh, away. Oh, I saw this. It made me laugh so hard. Insane. Are you going to read the whole thing? <laughs> yes. Okay, go ahead. He was 47 and died of a heart attack and untreated diabetes. We had an incredibly toxic toxic relationship, and ultimately, I wish I never met him. As horrible as he was, I'm sitting here trying to dig up a good memory to share. <laughs> so here it is. Brad, you bought me my first pair of Louboutins, <laughs> my first Birkin, and my first and only race horse. <laughs> A racehorse emoji. You understood the value of my time, and for that, I honor you with my time today by posting on Instagram. I love it. By making this post for you, I still don't forgive you for taking me out of the will (laughs) after you attacked me while you were on whippets. (laughs) It's not funny that she was attacked. It's funny that there's so much. Yeah. Also... On whippets? Who does whippets anymore? You're 47. Who bought cocaine? Uh, Whippers is like, whippets are, it's like you inhale shit. I think it's like poppers. Um, However, you knew I would always be okay. And yes, I've been living a double life this whole time with the guy you thought was my gay bodyguard. But also, like, why does she have a bodyguard? And I'm also an author and social entrepreneur. So let's call it even. I will finally visit you one of these days. Rest in peace. Please don't haunt me again. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it's the best thing I've ever read in my life. I mean... There's so much to unpack there. So she was a sugar baby. She didn't like her sugar daddy. He attacked her while high on whippets and then took her out of the will and then died. But not before she got a Birkin bag and Louboutins and a full ass horse. And now he's haunting her. Would you ever be a sugar baby? Oh, I tried so hard to be a sugar baby. Really? Nobody would sugar baby me. Nobody would let me be a sugar baby. I, ugh. I tried. I tried so hard in New York because I had a friend who was and she would just like go to dinners with these men and they would give her an allowance. And all she did was go to dinner, allegedly. And I was like, I'll do other stuff. I don't care. I want my bills paid. And it never worked out. I would like message with men back and forth and they'd be like, I don't know if you're my type. And I'm like, what is your type? (laughs) This is on Seeking Arrangement. This was on Craigslist. I was a big Craigslist person. Um, And then 
then I decided to get married. And then uh, oh, that's right. how I got money. Right. For new hair and improv classes. You better believe I paid zero debt. I got 30 grand in debt in maybe a year, probably under a year, because you have to drink. Yeah, you've told me this a lot. <laughs> you have to. No, you obviously made the right call. Improv classes, I mean, look where you are now. I know. If I had never gotten married, I'd never have a podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't be the host of three podcasts. What? Really? Yes, I'm exhausted all day, every day, just talking about things in the world. You have no one to blame but yourself. I know. Well, it's because people really fucking like podcasts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Conan has a podcast now, I just yes, saw. Yes, everybody wow. has a podcast. Yeah. Everyone. This fucking rug has a podcast. <laughs> it's called, Why are You Stepping On Me? Um, <laughs> it's honestly pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, just rug being like, but why? Uh, yeah, I have three. I Do you watch 90 Day Fiance? No, I've been meaning to. I know I that you're like obsessed. I feel like I've talked about it with you. Yeah, a lot. I only watch two shows, RuPaul's Drag Race and 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. So I do two podcasts where I recap 90 Day Fiance and RuPaul's Drag Race. Wait, you have a RuPaul podcast Yeah, now? it's called What the Tuck with my friend Joel Kim Booster, who just left. Oh. Uh, just plugging it, plugging it again. <laughs> uh, it's called, yeah, What the Tuck, which apparently is a name that already exists out in the world to which I think it's hosted by two women. I apologize. I saw the tweet, but we launched it. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. So, I like, guess. I'm sorry. There, are, But also we introduce it as the only RuPaul Drag Race recap podcast, which is not true. not true. But, like, people have been like, guys, it's not true. And I'm like, yeah. On what planet do you think we don't know this? I don't know. People don't understand sarcasm. I think sarcasm is a dying art form. And um, I'm a little upset about it. So you're watching All Stars 4? Always. Yes. Who's your front runner? Oh, boy. I mean, I love Monet Exchange. Oh, wow. This is really dipping into my other podcast. <laughs> it's a crossover episode. Um, I do like Monique Hart. Also, Gia Gunn is hilarious. Oh, she's shadier than ever. She's so shady. I need her to stick around. I need the drama. The drama, I, I live for it. I love her being like, mm, no. Talking is not a talent. But it is. Trinity makes it go away. I don't think Trinity deserved to be in the top three. I liked it. I thought it was very cute. I thought she looked good. I thought her lip sync was good. The tuck was good, but Latrice with the color guard flags? Are you kidding me? Yes. Manila with the reveal, the art? All right. Well, I knew what she was doing. I was like, again, I've seen it. (laughs) But I thought it was good. I love Manila. Manila's great. And I felt like Gia deserved to be in the top three. Gia did do a good job. Yeah. She was better than Naomi. I... The end of Naomi's really did it for me. It yeah, weird, that's what Ross said. But I do wish she had pulled it off and then was doing a weird dance the whole time. <laughs> like just a weird old man dance with legs. I saw, so I went to um, Christmas Queens. Did you go to this? You went to it? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I saw it. At the Wiltern. Oh, no. So like not the RuPaul episode. At the Wiltern, they did uh, Queens of Christmas. Oh. Uh, and Naomi Smalls was there. What an amazing performer. Oh, really? Because I was like, I don't know what Naomi does. So she lip synced to, an, I think, an unedited uh, segment from Wendy Williams where Wendy is like out of her mind and it's perfect. And then she does Good Form by Nicki Minaj. So like it's like a mashup and it's flawless. Uh, she was amazing. Latrice lip synced to Aretha and she uh, brought the house down. Yeah, Latrice is amazing. Latrice is incredible. I love her so much. I love her husband, Christopher. 
He's incredible, and I missed their wedding because I had to work. You were invited to Latrice's wedding? Yes, because her and her husband, we love each other. <laughs> He's the best. Christopher's literally the best, and we met in the most insane way possible. I went and saw Latrice at the Rockwell when she was doing Cheers to Life or Here's to Life. I don't remember the name of the show. And she was lip syncing, I think, to Aretha. And I was like, wow, she reminds me of my dead mother. And I started bawling. Oh my God. And then I was like, Latrice needs to know this, which is an insane thought. Nobody needs to know that. Right. Just go home with your feelings and enjoy your life. So then after the show, I went up to uh, Christopher as he was like packing everything up. And I was like, hey, is Latrice going to come out? And he was like, I don't think so. She's tired. I said, okay, can you just tell her that um, she reminds me of my dead mom? And I've never (laughs) seen a person look at someone like, I was like, oh, this is what it feels like when you look at someone like they're crazy. I was like, that's the face you're giving to someone. And I was like, how do I come back from this? I should say something else. And before I could say something else, he was like, oh, I watch your show, Loosely Exactly Nicole on MTV. And I was like, I'm not crazy. And he's like, no, you still are. That was a wild thing to say. Latrice was a fan. Yeah, so Latrice and Christopher watched my show. And then I think they watched Nailed It too. I don't don't know. Um, And then Latrice came out. And then I was like, I mean, and then Christopher was like, Tell tell Latrice what you just told me. And I was like, I don't want to now because now I know it's crazy. And Latrice laughed and it was a great time. And That's so sweet. Now they're my best friends and I love them so much. Wow. Jealous. Ugh, so cute. I'm an insane person and I'm exhausted all the time because my brain just doesn't work correctly. I love the Rockwell. The shows I also are like the so rock well. I've been meaning to see Jeff Goldblum over there. I feel like everybody on Tinder has a picture yes, with him. Yes, everybody does. And I usually swipe no on it. You're like, you're too basic. Well, I'm like, if that's the most interesting thing you've ever done that you think it needs <laughs> to be on a dating profile, you're not that interesting. Jeff Goldblum is hot, though. I'd swipe he right is just for him being in the photo. Very hot. But also, like, if I want to look at a picture of Jeff Goldblum, I have Google. And I can Google Jeff Goldblum and get him right in front of my little eyeballs. That's fair. That's fair. That's just me, though. But, I mean, I don't know. My dating profile right now, I don't think I've changed it in uh, forever. Yeah, I was actually just looking at it because we're still matched. So I could go back. Yeah, it it looks exactly. I feel like you make every podcast guest look at your profile Mm -hmm. and it never changes. Mm -hmm. So it's the guest is just reading the exact same thing Mm -hmm. every time. Yeah, and people like to comment that I've gotten redundant. And I'm like, I know. Uh, (laughs) Why not switch it up? Well, I did. Okay, so now it says something different. It says, definitely a thought, the happiest out there that's not new. Nope. But this is new. It says, isn't online dating the best? Aren't we all, like, just super happy to be here? What a time to be alive. Because I'm just tired. Because you love sarcasm. I do love sarcasm. And people, (laughs) I don't know. I just, have you been having any luck? Are you dating anyone right now? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I um I'm seeing my exes casually and having a great time uh-huh. with that. Um I'm going on first dates for whatever reason I've been swiping a lot lately and only matching with women. Mm-hmm. I swipe on both and I swipe right way more on men than I do on women, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason only women are matching with me right now. So I'm just going on whatever dates kind of come my way. Mm-hmm. And lately it's been a lot of texting and a lot of like clicking mm-hmm. and then falling flat when we meet. Yeah. And I feel like that – doesn't that take a lot out of you? Yes. And now there's like a hole in my heart that's like I, I have this person to look forward to text. Mm-hmm. They would text me good morning every day. And now that's gone. And it's like I, I wish that I had never – 
started texting you in the first place because now I miss it. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Wait, how long that person, how long were you texting them? Two weeks. Oh, okay. But it was like every day and snapping. Oh, yeah. I think that's truly... I think when you're, okay, I think when you're commuting, communicating on like, so like if you're texting someone, also like sending memes back and forth and sending yes. like little videos back and forth, that I think is like, I would be like, we're in a relationship. <laughs> you are mine. I bring you home to my sister and we're all going to giggle and kick our legs together and say we love everything about that. I couldn't do that. Like that is. It does feel that way. It feels so intimate. It's so intimate, especially when you send a meme. <laughs> I think memes are the most intimate because you're like, I think this is really funny. Will you think this is really funny? And then when they're not, they're like, no. You're like, oh, um, I didn't think it was funny either. And um, I think it's like another part of letting your guard down. Maybe I'm insane. But that's truly what I feel like. You don't think so? I've never had someone not laugh at a meme that I sent them. Okay, well, um, maybe. I only send really funny memes. Maybe you're just like the queen of the memes. I don't know. Sometimes I'm really bad at the internet. <laughs> But, uh, and then Sashir has to decipher things for you. Oh, all the time she... <laughs> oh, what were we talking about last night? I don't know. I was talking about street scoopers, <laughs> like construction equipment. And then she was like, that's not what we were talking about. But then I sent her a picture of a street scooper so she would know what I was talking about. And she was like, but that's not what the conversation... She got really mad at me. I wasn't taking my... I didn't take my medicine yesterday. So I was a little all over the place. Did you take it today? Uh... <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. It's, it's literally, it's a struggle. <laughs> it is a struggle. Like, it's hard to remember to take it. The irony of having ADD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to pick up my medicine and they were like, oh no, your insurance lapsed. And I was like, oh fuck. And then the pharmacist was like, isn't it funny that like, you're trying to get your medication to remember to do things, but you didn't remember to do the thing that would get you your medication. And then he laughed really hard. Yeah, and I was how like, funny. Not funny! Yeah, what the fuck, dude? But then he was like, here, fill this out and give it to your insurance company and they'll reimburse you. And <laughs> you better believe I forgot to do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I paid $300 for a bottle of 30 pills. Jesus. It's ugh, it's awful. Our healthcare system is broken. It truly doesn't make any sense. Um, do you have any dates lined up? Well, I'm leaving for Texas on Saturday. Uh, I was texting this guy earlier, but we're not, probably not going to meet up until January. And by mm. then he will have forgotten about me. So I have I have no hopes for mm. the future. <laughs> <laughs> I also have zero hopes for the future. Um, I don't know. It's, yeah. Dating in L.A. is bleak. Dating in L.A. is very bleak. Okay, here's a question. So, like, I smoke cigarettes. I keep quitting and unquitting. And you didn't You didn't like that about me. Yeah, But that's, you kept seeing me. That's a deal breaker. But and, you kept seeing me well, after you knew I smoked. Well, you kept saying that you were trying to quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what smokers tell people. And then you dash yourself with perfume and mouthwash. <laughs> and you're like, nobody can taste or smell this. Well, you read that book that Nick recommended mm -hmm. and it really got to you for like a minute. I did. I quit for two a month and a half. Yeah. And then I said these nasty little things are very good for my soul. <laughs> I don't know. I love a cigarette. They're delicious. 
I don't get it. I've honestly tried because when I lived in Austin, I was hanging out with people in the music industry and everyone smokes. And mm-hmm. I was I was left out standing around outside while everyone was smoking. So I would literally try and understand and get addicted to this thing that everyone loves. And I hate every aspect of it. Yeah. It stinks and it makes my mouth feel bad and yeah. it makes me feel lightheaded in a bad way. And yeah. I, I hate all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um. I, like, started in high school because all the cool girls would smoke in the bathroom. And it was so funny to smoke in the bathroom and then go back to class reeking like cigarettes. And your teacher would be like, were you smoking in the bathroom? And you'd look them in the eye and be like, no. And they're like, I can smell it. You literally smell like a lit cigarette. And then I was cheap, so I would have, like, little cuts in my bag. Like, you put the cigarette out and then you put it in your purse and a cut cigarette smells worse than an actual cigarette. Oh, yeah, cigarette. that's gross. And then they'd be like, you're literally carrying one that you just had lit. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was just like ultimate denial. Ugh. High school was fun. <laughs> I just spent a lot of time lying to adults and then having no consequences. That explains a lot. <laughs> Does it? Your quote unquote sense of entitlement? I do have a sense of entitlement. <laughs> oh boy. Told you a lot about me. Oh, yeah, we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, I don't know. I mean, it's been a minute. I, when I was looking over all of our stuff, we matched in May. Mm-hmm. We m- didn't meet until August. Oh, shit. And then we hung out until October. Really? Yeah. That's a long time. I know. <laughs> Wait, August to September, September. Oh, that's two months. Yeah. That's, yes, that's usually, that's when things. pretty typical. Go go poorly for me after <laughs> two months. Yeah, I think I I truly did fall off the face of the planet. I was like touring a bunch. But then also I was like, I do things that this girl doesn't like and they're not gonna change. Well, we we found out that we didn't have as much in common as we thought that we would. Mm-hmm. Like I thought you would love comedy. <laughs> <laughs> And come to find out you you don't like watching it or uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> participating in it uh-uh. at all. <laughs> well, I participate in it. My job is comedy. But, yeah, but other than that, you don't watch any of the shows. That... I would be a looney tune <laughs> if I worked a 12-hour day trying to be funny and then went home and was like, I'm going to watch other people try to be funny. Or, like, leave my house to see an improv show? Put me in an asylum. Like, that would be insane. Or I thought we would both love food. Oh, yeah, I don't like nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You won't eat artichokes. You won't eat onions. They look crazy. Mushrooms. Mushrooms, get out of here. I did have ramen for the first time, and it was good. And I was like, why didn't nobody tell me about this? We have been telling you. Soup (laughs) is the best. Ramen is literally amazing. One of many different kinds of soups that you should try. How many burritos have you eaten in your lifetime? What? I don't know. Thousands. I think I've only eaten like three. What? (laughs) I eat like... (laughs) Oh, this is what we were talking about last night. Since Zashir and I were talking about food and foods that I haven't had because I'm still mystified by like nobody really was like, you should try ramen. Like somebody should have just like blindfolded me and taken me to a ramen place and been like, it's really good. That's what it takes to get you to try something new is blindfolding you, kidnapping you, taking you to the restaurant. Yeah, because that's fun. (laughs) So we were talking about burritos and I was like, 
well, I guess I really haven't eaten that many burritos because, like, I don't really go to Chipotle that much. And she was like, do you think Chipotle, Chipotle. is the only place that has burritos? And I was like, what, like, can you get one at a Mexican restaurant? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I never see people holding burritos in Mexican restaurants. She's like, well, they eat them with a fork and knife. And I was like, you eat them with a fork? So, like, I mean, it's something I don't like. It's just, like, I don't really understand anything. Um, I get confused. I can't be the only person in America who didn't know you could eat a burrito with a fork and knife. I think if I ordered one in a restaurant, I would cut it in half with a fork and knife and, and still eat it with it my up? hands. Absolutely. I feel like I never see anybody eating a burrito in a restaurant. Well, if I'm going to a Mexican restaurant like El Compadre, one of my favorite date spots, uh-huh. I am going to get the fajitas or the enchiladas ah. or something that's, like... A, a restaurant plate mm-hmm. dinner. But if I go to a taco truck or if I go to like, I don't know, like a stand, I mean, there's so many LA Mexican like dives mm-hmm. that are so bomb. Yeah. I uh, don't really eat burritos. Okay. <laughs> but I would. I think I'm going to eat more burritos. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, Oh, really excited about it. I had coleslaw for the first time today. Jesus. What? (laughs) For the first time? Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but I didn't love it. So I scraped most of it. It was on a sandwich, so I scraped some of it off and left some of it on. Ugh. Also, like, okay, I don't like pickles, and I didn't open my burger up to see if there was pickles in it because I requested no pickles. This was like two days ago. And I bit into it and I was like, ugh, what is this like crunchy, weird tasting thing? And I like kept chewing. I was like, but what is it? I can't figure it out. And I swallowed it and I was like, ugh, well, I don't know if I want to take another bite. There's something weird in this burger. And then I looked at it and it was a pickle. Yeah, no, I I get the pickle thing. Pickle juice ruins anything they that it ruin touches. A bun. You got to like scoop the bun out and then you have just the top of the bun and you look like an idiot. No, and the bun still tastes like pickle because yeah. the juice saturates everything and it's ruined. No, I'm very salty about pickles. Um, Here's a question. <laughs> I already know you would date me. <laughs> but why do you think I'm still single? Oh, Nicole. You can't hurt my feelings. That's a, that must be a lie. What, that you can't hurt my feelings? Yes. You can't. I mean, certainly you must know. I don't think, well, I mean, I have like ideas. Like, why didn't we work out? Um, I don't think we worked out because I don't think we were fundamentally compatible. Also, I, you like wouldn't even kiss me because you were like, you Ugh. taste like an ashtray, which yeah. is not true. Mm. Have you ever licked an ashtray? You can figure so you out what something tastes like by the way it smells. You don't know what that tastes like? Okay. <laughs> I just don't like that phrase. Um, yeah, I just think, I ultimately think we weren't compatible. Okay, so your, like, lack of communication ah, sure. had nothing to do with it? Sure, or... yes. Um, again, I do think texting is, like, I think it's false. And I think if you have good texting and then it's not good in person, then, like, that's also confusing. So, like, if it's bad texting and it's better in person, I think that's better. Well, I think we had good texting and good in-person stuff. I think it was mostly just, like, logistics that we got hung up on where it was, like, making plans and then you would forget that we made the plans Mm. and then you would bail at the last minute. It was a lot of being very disrespectful of my time. Okay. And being very inconsiderate. Okay. And putting yourself first. Okay. And that's why we stopped dating. All right. Fair. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. And you own up to putting your career first. And yes. I respect that. Yes. Um, yeah, I'll take I'll take complete fault. 
which sounds <laughs> insincere. <laughs> After it came out of my mouth, I was like, that sounded very insincere. But I will, yes, I'll take ownership of that. Um, I think I should have been clearer that like, <laughs> I feel, it felt like sometimes you were like upset that I didn't want to like watch a comedy or like talk about comedy because I don't want to talk about comedy with the person I date specifically because I talk about comedy constantly. That's fair. And I think that I speak in references yes. a lot. So if the person that I'm dating doesn't know the references, then a lot is just going to go over their head and we're not going to be able to communicate in general. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that happening with us sometimes where I would make a joke about Brooklyn Night. I would be like, cool, 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 cool. And you like wouldn't get that that was a oh, reference to anything. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know very much about pop culture and I'm not sure where I've been or am all the time. <laughs> Do you know about this book called Lean In? Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, do you know about this book called Lean In? Thank God. Okay. You are literally the only other person in apparently LA who doesn't know about this book because my friend said something about Lean In. I was like, what are you talking about? And then like two of my friends turned on me and they're like, everyone knows this book. So then I like asked the two women at the restaurant next to us. I was like, do you know what Lean In is? And they're like, absolutely. And my friend was like, she doesn't know. And they're like, oh, well, it's okay. You know, you can go home and Google it. She's like, she's not going to. And they're right. I didn't until (laughs) a couple days later. But then I was just like, why does everyone know about this book? Where am I? I don't know. It also came out in like 2015. It's like 2018. I was like, when, when, when did everyone get it? When did everyone learn about these things? Was it the same time we were all talking about ramen? What is it? Well, I feel like you use social media to post, but not necessarily to like get news and information. Like you're not like hanging out on Instagram or Twitter for too long. Like you're in and out. And I feel like that's where I get a lot of my news and information is people talking about it on social media. So if you're not really paying attention on social media, you're going to miss it. Fair. Was Lean In posted about on social media a bunch? Of course. Oh, my God. This is awful. But you you also need to know who to follow. Like, I follow The Cut, you know, or follow Paper Magazine, you know, and they'll, like, give you the tea. I don't follow The Cut or Paper Magazine. (laughs) Sorry about that, The Cut and Paper. (laughs) No follow from me. I don't know. I don't know how to stay abreast with things. It's very confusing. Pop culture moves so fast. Uh, the children have so many slang words that it's really hard to catch up. But you also just don't care to keep up with it. That's why you oh, don't yeah. keep up with it. I guess. You really don't. Like, you've heard the fact that you care about this lean-in book so much is honestly <laughs> shocking to me that it's lasted this long. You're going to forget about it by tomorrow. Well, it just happened like four days ago. <laughs> and I was just so confused. Also, the ramen thing happened like five days ago. <laughs> My friend Emily Heller took me to get ramen, and I truly afterwards was like, I can't believe how good it is. She was like, what's wrong We've with you? We've all been telling you. She also took me to like my first vegan restaurant, and I was like, this is pretty good. She was like, what is wrong? <laughs> She's always taking me to something new where I'm like, hey. I think she took me to my first Thai food place, too. But you still refuse to eat artichokes. They just, I don't know how to eat them, and I refuse to be embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not hard. It's so easy. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't like being embarrassed in public. I I cry when I'm embarrassed. Your whole brand is being like so over the top and silly, but you can't stand being embarrassed? Yeah, because I've decided to be silly. And when I'm embarrassed, it means there was no choice in the matter. (laughs) My friend Shirako said once, she was like, when you send mail, you're sending it into the future. And it broke my brain. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, oh my God, that's right. And then she and my other friend... Sashir, who was sitting there, 
they were like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, um, yes. Um, oh, I'm embarrassed. And then I started crying because I was embarrassed that they saw my brain broke. And then they were like, are you crying? And I was like, yes. And then I started crying harder because I was like, Shiraka's going to tell everyone I'm a crybaby. <laughs> and Shiraka's like, I'm a grown woman. I'm not going to tell anyone that you cried at this restaurant. Then she left and then I cried harder because I was like, she is going to tell everybody. So like, I maybe my, I'm just insane. Girl, you're a mess. Whatever, I'm in therapy. I'm figuring things out. <laughs> Thank God for uh, Mary. Just like trying. I don't know. I'm also like a pretty stoic person. So I think when like I get emotional, I'm emotional. And it's good to purge emotions sometimes, you know, get it out. It feels good. It's cathartic. Sometimes. Skylar, do you have anything you want to promote? We've come to the end of our episode. <laughs> it's funny. I thought that you'd be. <laughs> what? I just thought that there would be more questions about me or about us i feel oh. like this is a lot about about nothing you liking ramen now <laughs> um well i guess i'm in a relationship with ramen and uh <laughs> that's what i really just wanted to reveal i didn't eat the soupy part of it you don't want to hear more about ramen um <laughs> well do you want to ask me questions no, I don't have any questions. Then what did you want to talk about? Well, no, I thought you would have questions for me. I'm the guest. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Uh, I feel like I've asked you questions. Uh, um, uh, Forget it. <laughs> no, I'm going to come up with some questions. Okay, what's the best part about me? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> um... What kind of questions did you think I was going to ask about you? About my upbringing, my sexual orientation, my coming out, the okay. difference between dating men and women. When did you come out? Oh, God. You sound like you really want to know. When, when did you come out? <laughs> Excuse me. When did you come out? Well, I never, I mean, I never really had to come out. It was mostly just like my older sister was gay before me. She's 10 years older than me. Mm -hmm. So she was out when she was in high school. And I was raised Mormon, so being gay was never okay. But because of her, she sort of, like, set the precedent for me to, like, be bi. Mm -hmm. And my parents have always just been cool with it. So luckily it's never really been a thing. Okay. What's the difference between dating men and women? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't know. I <laughs> These are the questions you asked me to ask. I... Oh, my God, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> This is a dating podcast. I thought we'd be talking about dating. We did. No. Okay. I um, asked you what the worst date you went on is, and you wouldn't tell me. Well, I mean. Or silliest date. The silliest date? Probably yeah. with you, honestly. Because, like, remember when we went to Jumbo's and the dancer recognized you and then yes. spent the whole time just sitting and talking to you about Nailed It? Yes. That was pretty silly. Yeah. That happens. Yeah, sometimes I'm too nice. But I like those girls. Also, I tip them very well. Yeah. So uh, that also draws attention. But also, PSA, if you go to a burlesque place or a strip club, tip the girls a dollar per song, if not more. Right. And you have to tip everyone, even if you've seen them, because they're on a shift. So you'll see them two, three times, a dollar. That's three dollars to one girl. Like, if there's 20 girls on, you're spending 20 bucks. That's what you should do. Right. Um, let's see. Have you ever been in love? Yeah. Have you? No. Yeah, I've been in love three times. Ah. I've only been infatuated with someone. like So I did an episode with my friend Baron, and Baron was like, people 
mistake infatuation and lust for love. And the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, oh, I don't think I've ever like fundamentally like been in love with somebody. I've like felt things intensely for people, but I think it was still part of the lust phase and not the love. Well, I think the difference is if it's reciprocated. That's being in love. I feel like that's the only way you can really truly love someone is if you love each other. I think you can love someone without them reciprocating. Well, that's like just an unrequited love. That's a crush, basically. I don't know. I think you can feel deeply for someone who's giving you time, affection, and is withholding. Yeah, but that's abusive. Yeah, but still love. (laughs) You can be in love with an abuser, but it's still like it's still love, and I think it's still a valid love. Okay, not a good one, right? I'm saying not a healthy, not a healthy one. Yeah, but I still think that is love. You're talking about the guy that drove you through the red light. Yeah, he. Well, I don't know if I was even in love with him, but uh, he was a crazy person. He was like absolutely nuts, and I kept returning, being like, something will change, and then. Sometimes it would, and sometimes he would say, I love you out loud, and I would then take a couple days and be like, do you actually mean that? And then it would just be like a whole fucking thing. Right. And I thought I was in love with him, but I don't think I was. I think it was very much like an infatuation where I was like, I can change this person. I was never going to change him. Yeah, that was my situation with the first... No, that's fair. The first person I was in love with, he... He loved me back, but he was unavailable to a certain extent. And Mm -hmm. it was agonizing because it was like you were hoping that they would change for you. And you were holding out thinking that you would be the one that would change them. And it never happened. Yeah. But I also I'm at a point where I don't I don't want to change for anyone and I don't want to have to change anyone. Right. I want that person to like me for me. And I'm I'm I know I'm weird. And someone just has to like that weirdness and, like, just be be there with me. Maybe match my weirdness. I don't know. Well, do you see yourself ending up with a man or a woman? Like, do you have a vision for yourself? No, I see myself ending up with a person who really appreciates me and loves me and is kind to me. Uh, and that took a long time to get to. I, yeah. I think I was, for, a, well, like, a long, long time, was like, I don't know, treat me any old kind of way. It doesn't matter just as long as, like, you're here. And the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, being treated kindly is like really nice. Having someone ask me if hanging out before a show fucks up my mojo for a show is nice. Someone asking me if like, oh, you fly back that day. Like, do you, are you sure you want to hang out or like, do you want to do a different? Like, it's nice when someone's considerate to be like, you're tired. Do you want to take a day? We don't have to see each other. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there any possibility that you didn't take us seriously in your mind because I'm a woman? No, because no, because I was dating another woman while I was dating you. So it was like woman time for me. I don't know. Um, Was that like your first experimenting with mm -mm. that? No. No. Uh, One of the earlier episodes I talk with this woman, jo- Joanna, who I was enamored with. Uh, and, like, we hooked up. I was, like, the last person she hooked up with before she got married. And I was like, why won't she love me? And she's like, because I was getting serious with somebody else. And I was like, fair. <laughs> um, and then I'd hooked up with another lady, bef- two other ladies before. I don't know. I'd have to look at my um, Microsoft Word document. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I detail... Almost every sexual encounter I've ever had on this document. Wow. 
yeah, I'm very methodical for some things and then very scatterbrained about most things. And I don't know why I do it. I think I started doing it because I was like, oh, I need to write more. And going back and reading them, uh, I did, like writing those, I did establish a voice. And the way I write is the way I speak. So, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not like always grammatically correct. Like, I don't know. I'm like bad at grammar and stuff, but like, Someone someone else can fix that, an editor. But, like, I do have a voice. Like, my writing voice matches my speaking voice, which matches my stand-up, which matches my improv. So, like, I think it was an exercise in that, and I'm very glad I did it because I've been detailing it since I was 19. Wow. Or 20. That's really cool. I just have, like, a list in my notes on my phone. No, it's more fun to go through. I went through it recently and read them to my friend. She was like, good Lord. (laughs) This is very detailed. I'll detail the dick. I'll detail the puss. I'll detail everything. Interesting. And then I detail, like, the date and everything, uh, like, leading up to it. So, yeah, that's what I do. Wow. Do you have any more questions that you want me to ask you? Shut up. No. Are you sure? I'm done. (laughs) This was most of our relationship. (laughs) Because I don't know. I never know what to do. (laughs) Do you have anything you want to promote? A show that you worked on that maybe you want people to watch? Um, Yeah. Um, Viceland is airing episodes of Kentucky Ayahuasca right now. Check it out. my brother's actually on the most recent episode, which is interesting. He talks a lot about being raised Mormon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> tell the Hurt. people. Tell the people. Okay. Well, if you liked this episode, I want you to subscribe and rate it five stars on iTunes or iPod. No, iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said iTunes, right? I'm losing my mind. Um, And if you rate it five stars and write me a nasty little message, I will read it. So this person, uh, let's see, I won't say their name. They said, if you were my bedtime biddy, I would fill your pussy up with fried shrimp and mayonnaise, wrap you in a bun, and eat you like a po' boy. (sighs) I don't know. It feels like shrimp in my pussy isn't going to end well for me. Mm, sounds like an infection waiting to happen. Right? Like it doesn't seem good. Also, I don't know how many shrimps you would fit. Okay, bye-bye. has been a Team Coco production. Mom does-
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 